720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. It's Tuesday. That means we get to have a conversation with Tom Skilling. Tom, you must have had hundreds of pictures of the Northern Lights sent your way. Yes, and I saw the beautiful ones uh, you took too, Lisa, out on the farm. They're, they were gorgeous. Yeah, we received all kinds of pictures. Do you know that uh, that was uh, the product of the Northern Lights display Sunday night? was the product of a big geomagnetic storm, which is what happens when energy set out from the sun by one of those big solar flares. They call those coronal mass ejections. Sends a shower of charged particles, which hit our upper atmosphere. And if they hit just right, they get the upper atmosphere to give off light and get these uh, produce these spectacular auroral displays. That was the largest geomagnetic storm to occur on Earth since uh, early in uh, 2000, uh, the early 2000s. So that means it's the strongest uh, northern lights display we've seen in probably over two decades. And what was interesting about that is normally you see the northern lights up around Canada or Scandinavia or Alaska, but when these uh, coronal mass ejections hit the uh, upper atmosphere, they forced the northern lights much farther south, and these were seen all the way down to the Gulf Coast and they were also seen in the southern hemisphere. Uh, there were auroral displays over Australia, uh, northern lights displays in this hemisphere over into Europe. So um, it was quite a scene, that's yeah. for sure. It was really something to see. You just, uh, you're so amazed to and i'm just so glad that i stayed up late and that i got the alert from noaa we had an expert from noaa on yesterday and we were hoping that it would happen again last night but he said no it wasn't going to happen and i don't i don't see anybody posting anything but it was nice while it lasted and then this morning was it snowing when people woke up in some areas yes yes it was and you know i i did some checking on that it has snowed on an april 25th only seven of the last 130 eight years so um and it snowed once two and a half inches on this date way back in 1910 but most of the time it's just flurries so i looked ahead into may and i i thought you know how long is this going to go on uh what's history tell us about it it turns out that uh, something like 25 percent of mays produce a flurry at some point and about six uh, percent of mays produce enough snow to briefly stick but by the same token, um, 89% of maize, and May begins in only five days, 89% of maize have produced 80-degree temperatures, and 30% of them have produced 90s. So it's like April. Um, it's a finicky month, and you can get all kinds of spread and temperature. But, um, you know, your prospects for warmer spells start increasing I, I wish I could tell you I saw that in the short term because we were spoiled by those 80s. Uh, we're going to warm up to the 60s on Thursday and Friday away from the lake, but there'll be a lake breeze cooling the shoreline. And today we'll only get in the 40s, which is uh, something that uh, has only happened 33 of the past 151 years on this date. So uh, we're on the cool side of the ledger. And we've got another one of these big, cold, rain and cloud-producing upper storms spinning up over us uh, this weekend. It'll get hung up in a blocking pattern, so it'll carry into next week. But when that breaks down, it looks like later next week we may finally get some warmer weather and get up uh, close to 70 degrees, which would be nice. That's closer to where we ought to be at this time of the year. 
Now, I feel like we've been breaking weather records for the past year and odd ones at that. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, my colleagues at the Weather Service put out an interesting release yesterday on just how active we've been in terms of severe weather. Uh, we've had an unusual number of tornadoes in this area for so early in the season, and yet we're quiet now. The one thing the cool weather pattern does now is it shuts down those, um, you know, tornado-producing thunderstorms or the ones that produce the big hailstones like last week, uh, last week's. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. And yet here's something that probably will surprise folks because it probably has seemed pretty cold. Fact is, uh, this is uh, the war- ninth warmest April that we've got going what? in the last 150 years. That puts us <laughs> in the top six percent of warmest Aprils, and uh, the number of above normal days for the year so far since January 1st uh, more than doubles the number of below normal days. So actually, you know, statistically, we're ahead of the curve. We're running about six degrees warmer than April was last year. So, um, you know, don't be fooled by these these cool spells. Uh, We're actually on track and even ahead of the curve in terms of producing warmer weather than usual. Interesting. It's really those 80-degree days that changed our perception because it has felt fairly cold and miserable for the past couple weeks. I know. It really (laughs) is. And it doesn't help having one of these, uh, you know, stubborn blocking patterns that just won't move uh, when you're stuck under clouds and rain like we were last weekend and even had some snow and hailstones mixed in with that. So, um, and I'm afraid we've got another one of those shaping up this weekend again. But there is hope beyond that as we look to later next week. It it does look like there's some warming being hinted at uh, by our models. And that's been the case for about a week now. They've been suggesting later next week is um, kind of the period we'll see some change. So let's keep our fingers crossed that that works out. Yeah, absolutely. So what's our forecast, Tom? Well, I think we're going to start clearing later today. The showers are spotty in the area now, and they are moving out. So I think uh, you know by evening we ought to be seeing the sun poking through the clouds and uh, clearing tonight. A lot of sunshine tomorrow, partly sunny skies Thursday. Clouds will begin increasing on Friday. There might be a shower and a spot or two. But it looks like the weekend will be more cloudy than not and trending down in temps. We'll get into the 60s away from the lake Thursday and Friday, but still be kind of cool tomorrow, Wednesday. And uh, and then I think we'll cool down over the weekend, probably falling from the upper 50s Saturday to the low 50s Sunday. and might even stay in the upper 40s on Monday. And then by late next week, get up around 70 again, which will be welcome by that time. Absolutely. Tom Skilling is with us. He joins us every Tuesday. Our conversation is brought to you by Permaseal Basement Systems. And I want you to hang on, Tom, because I want to talk about something that is happening on April 29th. Yeah. All righty. Okay. I think that date should ring a bell. Mary's got the current conditions right now and to check on weather. And, well, and to check on traffic. 720 WGN. Tom Skilling is with us, our beloved meteorologist from WGN-TV. Of course, the forecast isn't looking that great, but... What's wonderful, Tom, is on April 29th, you will be one of six Illinois residents distinguished with the state's highest honor. I'm so excited. This is the Order of Lincoln. It's it's a prestigious yeah. award, the highest honor for professional achievement in public service. And I would imagine you've got to be a little bit excited. I know you're very humble, but this is pretty big. 
You know, Lisa, I got the call on this. These folks uh, do their homework, and you do your homework to to realize this. I I uh, was surprised by this. I got the call about a year ago, and they said you've been nominated and uh, uh, for to be uh, inducted into the Lincoln Academy. This will take place in Springfield. Uh, we're driving down. I'm driving down Friday and Saturday. We're going to have dinner at the governor's mansion on uh, Friday evening. That ought to be wild. And yeah. uh, and then uh, the ceremony itself is on uh, Saturday. And, you know, it's really humbling uh, to see the number of the people who have been inducted to this. Do you know who's uh, been one of the inductees in the past is our own Orion Samuelson. Oh, um, I love that. And I'll tell you, any time uh, I share uh, anything with Orion, uh, that's <laughs> that's pretty amazing because I think he's he and Max Armstrong are two of my favorite people, and uh, what they've done in educating the world on agribusiness over the years, over these stunning careers, is just amazing. So uh, I'm really humbled to be in the company of folks like that. Uh, wow. But it, I'll tell you about it when we we get done with this. I'm I always get a little nervous about these things, Lisa, but. Uh, I'm kind of excited, too, because um, this is going to be held in the state capitol down in Springfield, and, uh, and I really am looking forward to this. Yeah, that's such a beautiful building. So here's what the award is about. It's the Order of Lincoln, and the award honors Illinois residents whose work uplifts every community in the state. The award was established in 1964. It's been given to more than 350 people from the state, and Tom... I like this, that they go by your official name, Thomas E. Skilling III, longtime chief meteorologist on WGN-TV and Chicago Tribune Daily Weather columnist, will be among the six recipients. Also on that list, his eminence, Wilton Cardinal George Gregory, no, Wilton Cardinal Gregory, the seventh Archbishop of Washington. Cardinal Gregory served yes. as auxiliary bishop of Chicago and the seventh bishop of the Diocese of Belleville. Um, have you ever met him? No, I haven't, and I'm dying to meet uh, meet him. And uh, also, the wife of former Governor uh, Jim Thompson is among the inductees this year. And uh, the group is just amazing, and I've not had a chance to meet them face-to-face, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so, so it, yes, that is, Jane, that is Jane Carr Thompson. She's an author and former First Lady of Illinois. Then there's Karen Hassara. Illinois State Rep and Senator, two-term mayor of Springfield. She's also a teacher. John W. Rogers, Jr., co-CEO of Ariel Investments. Of course, Tom Skilling, Paula Wolf, policy advisor for three Illinois governors and former president of Governor State University. And it's all happening on Saturday in the Illinois State Capitol. What are you wearing, Tom? Oh, you know what, Lisa? One of the interesting things is um, you're asked to wear a tux with tails. Now, I've worn many tuxes over the years for one occasion or another, but never one with tails. So I've gotten fitted for that, and that ought to be interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you, it'll take me about three hours to dress because there's so many attachments to these uh, these tuxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to need a lesson on how to put it all on, but I've, <laughs> I've run through it, in, you know, the basics on it. So we'll see how that goes, <laughs> but uh, that should be quite interesting. So, Tom, are any of your WGN-TV colleagues going to join you? 
Well, you know what? I'm my roommates, uh, Sean Lewis, who works with me. Sean is a reporter anchor at WGN, is calming down. And I'm kind of glad about that because I know for a fact that Sean, uh, being a reporter and hopscotching all across the area, uh, you know, you could put Sean, he's like my father was, uh, you could drop him in the middle of the Sahara, Sahara Desert and they'd figure out how to get you wherever you want to go. <laughs> so I, I know I'll have a, a great guide in, in Sean coming down. And I, I know our next star station, I believe in Champagne, is going to video this. And I'm talking with uh, the public television folks uh, out of WSIU in um, uh, at SIU in Carbondale, Southern Illinois University. So they're going to put a program together on this and talk to all of us who are inductees. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Have you ever had a Tom Skilling Day in the state of Illinois? I think they need to create a Tom Skilling Day, or, or has that already happened? <laughs> oh, gosh, I'll tell you. Spare the residents of the state that one. <laughs> That's something. You know, when I first started, um, uh, Phil Rock, who uh, of the state legislature, declared uh, when I was uh, first started working with WGN uh, a Tom Skilling Day. Uh, and I have a little plaque up on the wall here to this day. Uh, so that's the closest I've ever had to anything named after me. And I believe me, I, I, I would rather just, just do my work and stay away from that. <laughs> you're blushing you know, right I, now. I, I'm not even in the same room, but I can tell you're blushing. I am. <laughs> I am. I, I'm not used to this. So this is, this is going to be quite, quite interesting to say the least. Well, but you deserve all the accolades and all the love that this state and the residents in this state have to give you. So I hope that. Saturday is a very special day for you, and I hope you enjoy every minute. You are so sweet. Thank you, Lisa. I, I'll tell you, I'll let you know how it goes when we next talk. But okay. thank you so much. That means Tom. the world to me. Oh, and again, congratulations, Tom. If you weren't here for the beginning of the conversation, Tom is a recipient of the Order of Lincoln honor. It is happening this weekend. He is one of six people who will be honored at the state capitol. Enjoy every minute, Tom. Thank you, Lisa. Good to talk to you as always. You take care. You too. I'll be looking for pictures of him in his tux with tails, which is kind of funny, right? Like, who who makes that requirement anymore that your tux has to have tails? Oh, yeah, definitely. You don't want to be in a tux, a tailless tux. No. (laughs) Think of the breeze.